Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. And I'm just here on my own today. I'm just kidding. I've got Shane Hinton and Didi Forward joining me today. Uh, Jules is working. Hello. And join us today, but we're going to do a biscuit catch-up <laughs> as part of the open studios today because it'd be nice just to recap the year and talk about things we've been up to in 2020 because you Nothing can be... to do with the cancellations we've had. Uh, no, I mean, I wanted to do this. I mean, last time, remember, we wanted to do a, a You Suck versus Biscuit thing, uh, but that never mm. happened. Um, I, we haven't done one of these for a while. I think the last time was... Gosh, God, I can't think. But hey, let's let's talk about 2020 because we can talk. We can be negative as we want about 2020, but for us at the biscuit, it's not been too bad, really. I mean, we've uh, we've adapted and changed the way we do things. Um, and as, as bad, it's as... been sad on it's been sad on the things that we've missed out on. Yeah, yeah, like I agree. Had, yeah, but apart from that, it hasn't been too shoddy. Hmm. No, we were supposed to go out and uh, do some great things. I mean, I, we, we we put some money towards a mobile studio and uh, tables, chairs, uh, all sorts. So we can, and we were going to buy a marquee at one point, you know, just so, so we can go do the flower show and do the, the and just turn up there and be a presence. But um, we cannot complain when we haven't lost our livelihoods. Really, there's been people out there that have, and uh, mm. all we can do is be grateful that we've, we're still going and. People are still listening to the show and in abundance as well. The show's grown massively this year. I couldn't be more proud of what we've achieved as a show. So, you know, it's, it's been all right. So, and uh, thank you. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Yeah. 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 Hashtag Bear Grylls. <laughs> bear Grylls. Oh, I just happened to find this piece of bear dung in a, in a desert. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, this is, this is the thing I was going to say. So I think I discovered it off one of your other podcasts, Al. But I've been watching Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai! Yeah, I love Cobra Kai. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's brilliant. I started watching it the other day and I was like, I see what you lot were going on about it. I'm sure it's on your podcast I heard it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm. I mean, like, if, you, if, it's, if you're into nostalgia... Um, and, and and continuity and things like that. It's really good because like uh Karate Kid left us with so many questions uh when we were younger. Um so like it was nice to have those. And it's answers. not like they've just brought in any actors, they actually have the originals that have come back. Mm. Yeah, and it, it illustrates and the fact that, that maybe Daniel uh Russo, Danny Russo wasn't as as much a good yeah. guy as you believe because he was a bit of a jerk and no. all um yeah, yeah. you look at it from a new angle don't you you do and, and do you know what, actually um it, it does illustrate sort of like the the problems that a lot of sports stars have when they go out and fail because you know there's a lot of people mm. that will won't go to university well, in this country they'll they'll put their focus on football and uh, go through trials and get so far and then suddenly get nowhere and they they've like oh my god i i didn't go to school i didn't i didn't do this i played football instead and they're left with nothing you know, it's, it's it's a genuine problem for people that you know suffer from mental health issues and stuff. Um, whereas in this case, uh, they just uh, they, they they do uh, karate instead in Cobra Kai. <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna fight everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, how have you guys found 2020? I mean, obviously, we switched to a virtual background and we started doing things over Zoom and stuff. I mean, we had we've had a few horrendous um, bouts with uh, terrible internet and bad sound and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, that's been a, tr- a very trying year for someone that's trying to. I mean, the, the the advancements we made. I mean, me and Shane are sat here now looking 
rather professional with the biscuit background, but it's only today we've sort of found that out, you know. Um, I'm in my T-shirt, let me tell you. Yeah, Shane was earlier. He was, uh, but he thought we were doing a live. So the, the only person, the only person that um, didn't represent today is um, Al. I don't think Shame I need. A, you, I don't think I need a biscuit for people to realise I'm the biscuit guy. Then that's the, that's the truth of it all, you know. Uh, and you've started an Instagram now, the biscuit guy. I did. I did. Is it the guy with the biscuit? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, we got uh, advised that a while ago to do um, open up your own sort of social medias as a, as a sort of company and sort of uh, a standalone Facebook thing. And I didn't take it seriously at all. Shane did. Shane opened uh, Shane Hinton official. Um, official. Yeah. I went with Pod King. I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Um, it was a bit of a joke you know I didn't really take it seriously but um, I think it's very wise to take uh, your professional self away from your per- your, your sort of personal self um, and also as well like you know if, if anybody ever wants to say sort of look at what I do on the whole not just a biscuit they can see the stuff I do with this with you suck with things I work with other shows I go on but you know I've, I work with a lot of audio. I mean, uh, just this week, I've been at churches recording audio and, uh, uh, you know, the so stories I did for Original Shrewsbury. All these bits of audio I put together aren't biscuit per se. They're just things I do on the sideline, you know? Mm. Yeah. And awesome. your award? Oh. Don't forget your award. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to things like that, I get embarrassed a little bit, you know. Yeah, I won a mayor's award. It's fantastic. I'm so so grateful for it. Um Ask Tom Bruno about his mayor's award. Oh no, Tom Bruno's uh, Wait, what does what does what does Bruno say? He went, Oh, it's a mayor's oh. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. So Here we go. It's the same thing about the the, the monopoly thing. I, deep down he's he is he's proud of us. Why do I seem to be shifting across the screen? When you say proud, do you mean jealous or do you just mean proud? Well, he's f- proud. He is proud. He's Tom's proud. not a jealous guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. No. He's uh he's working at the moment on uh research now guests that we've got coming on you so I see like, I feel like I'm just moving across the screen. It's really weird. Um oh, I'm, uh, just, this is weird. It's like it's like that show, you know, like this is um you where you got to remember the things as they go across the screen. Yeah, walking <laughs> in the uh, uh <laughs> Tom Bruno is uh, is a mine g- usually goes down like this. Yeah. Oh, God. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. Oh, sorry. It's not a fans only thing. Um, <laughs> I found some fans. Well, only fans isn't necessarily for people trying to get their kit off and stuff. There's like comedians. No, it's not. No. Podcasters yeah. and all sorts on there. So, But I couldn't draw myself to be like, hey, man, join my only fans. I couldn't. I yeah, did. it's got a rep now, hasn't it? I would flatter having only fans if I was a woman. Really? You say yeah. that though, but I think there's only so many pictures of my toes I could sell. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as far as the biscuits concerned, I think it's been a definitely a year of growth for us um, as a show, as a, as an entity. But what about you guys as individuals, um, learning to speak on the microphone and, and sort of being in the public image and and you know the social media aspect of things? Shane, what's it been like for you? I mean, this is like your second year as part of the biscuit how does it compare to the year before um it's been it's been interesting because um obviously we've had to adapt and um and change things and kind of think on the spot a little bit because it's been so much uncertainty in the in the whole you know the world isn't there really in the last sort of you know this year really um yeah we had big plans this year this year was supposed to be our year um this year is supposed mm. to be the one that was going to that we were going to pop and um 
and we're going to really go places. We have big plans with some amazing people in the town. Um, and further, in fact, you know, we had we had we had really big plans. You know, some of them we did manage to you know, obviously become a CIC um, was part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, a, a lot of that got put. A lot of the stuff we had planned has been put on a bit of a back burner. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's given us a bit of a time to properly think about what we're doing. Um, I'm kind of glad that we've gone through this before we become official CIC, if you like, you know, as in a, an active mm. CIC, um, because you know this is the sort of thing which we're going to come up against. It could it could happen again. You know, there's lots of lots of different reasons why this sort of scenario would happen again. Um, but the fact that we've been able to on the spot, you know, literally on a on a hairpin, just turn around and do things completely differently, you know, reschedule stuff, shuffle stuff around a little bit, and just carry on making it work and still pump out content um it's really quite testament to to our um business model and our and our our podcast basically you know and our mm. attitude to the podcast um i think that it has been challenging trying to do things at arm, arm's reach you know um with regards to scheduling like you said internet issues and things like that um and getting things like timing right um on things like the open day uh, which, by the way, cracking idea because Open Day was brilliant. Uh, it's really been a massive hit this year, um, and I think it's yeah. something we, could, we should definitely carry on. Um, I, I'm starting to learn a lot as well because we push. We're having. We have to push a lot more on social media because that's our, literally our only advertising avenue. You're you know? great on social media, Shane. You're, you're really. Am I? You're good at it. Yeah, you really are. Because what people don't understand with what we do is, by the time it gets to me, sort of sharing stuff on on, on, on social media. I'm exhausted, you know, I've done the shows, I've scheduled them, I've recorded them, I've edited them, and by the time I get to that stage where it's time to share it, I'm kind of like, here is the Shrewsbury Biscuit. Go and listen to it, enjoy it. Whereas you're you're fresh and you're kind of like, hey, here's this thing, it's amazing, and you, you add like a bit of energy to it. And uh, people seem to respond well to you on social media a bit better than me because uh, I, I get to a point, it's not a, in any way disres- disrespect to anybody that's been on our show, is I'm genuinely at the stage where, uh, say like, say it's taken, I don't know, a few emails back into to schedule the show then it's taking an hour to record the show then it's taking another hour and a half to edit the show <laughs> you know this, this is all the sort of um the infrastructure behind the podcast that people don't really see they don't yeah. see the yeah. the you know five days it's taken to schedule something in and then actually then working that into your daily schedule alongside family and work and all that kind of stuff and then you've got the stuff that happens after the podcast as well it's the research and that kind of stuff and bearing what people don't realize is that we have to do that for every single person that's on the podcast so all this content we're coming out it takes all that planning in the background before and after um to then make that happen and make it right now with regards to the social media side of stuff that's why i smiled when he said that because it's actually a bit of a problem i have um i use social media way too much way 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 too much i'm on facebook all the time and to the, on the old where, Facebook, on the Facebook, I am. I'm addi- I am flat out addicted to social media. I am, and it's actually been an issue in past relationships. It's it is a little bit of a bugbear my missus has now. Um, I struggle to put it down um, to the point where I've actually, when I upgraded my phone, I was going to downgrade my phone to the point where I couldn't have Facebook on it um, and only use Facebook on a laptop. That's how bad it was because I was genuine. I can't put it down, but 
but the good side of that though for the biscuit is that uh, I can then use that sort of I see a lot on Facebook I see a you're lot gonna use it as an excuse of why you're on Facebook all that's the time. exactly what I'm gonna do yeah. <laughs> is like, Whoa, you're, on, you're on the phone again I'm doing biscuit business baby <laughs> that's like, literally what I say now <laughs> oh, I'll just do biscuit stuff sorry yeah. um I, I'm terrible with Twitter. Uh, I, I need one to. Day I can't do. It. I can't do Twitter. I can can't do, do it. it. I can do it. It's just another social media. I'm flat out on Instagram, on Facebook, and stuff. Uh, Twitter's more conversational, and, and you know, I... Twitter's Twitter's a difficult one because I feel Twitter is the the HQ for trolls, but in a good way. In like the entertainment value that Twitter can have, but it's about getting in there because I feel like a lot of people now go on Twitter to see all the the rubbish and the trolling and all that stuff like Reddit. isn't it yeah like reddit as well so having yeah. having saying like what we are on twitter yeah it's great but we, to get the following that some people have who are basically there just to be trolls it's going to be difficult well you're our new twitter person aren't you i know and i haven't started yet yeah. i'm waiting for the slap on the wrist well done. i know you had one know. job day yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. I need to sort it out. Um, Reddit was a, a, a an interesting journey for me because Reddit is dangerous, man. You can get destroyed, mm. literally destroyed on Reddit because you work on a reputation. You have a reputation uh, or karma, they call it. Uh, obviously, if people like listening now, like uh, Reddit, like experts are like, well, listen to this idiot talking about Reddit as if he knows it. No, right? <laughs> I worked really hard to get my karma over sort of 200. And after that, you can start creating your own subreddits and stuff right and if you get downvoted so much that you you lose your karma and you can't do that anymore you literally get destroyed and i was doing really well it was, this was for thor skin the other show and i, I was doing movie reviews and they were going so well i was talking about take take a ytt and this movie and that movie and people upvoting these reviews that i was doing until it got to star wars and i was like i really liked the last jedi which i did i really enjoyed it <laughs> I got ruined. I got absolutely ruined. And I was like, yeah, I'm done with Reddit. I can't do this. I'm not doing that anymore. Because, you know, uh, Reddit is one of those things where you can downvote stuff and uh, that, that affects you. Um, let's not have any of that for the biscuit, I don't think. Um, there, are, there are ways we can, we can start spreading ourselves a bit more. Like we talked about um, doing some live shows, at least one live show a week. I think that'd be quite cool. Um, mm. And we could... We got plans with Streamyard as well that might, might might come in handy and generate a bit of bit of revenue, but also a bit of a bit of promotion for other people as well. Invite people to join us on on Streamyard and uh, let them stream their own shows via our Streamyard. That's a good idea. I like that. I mean, just the idea of having us have live once a week so Shane can get looking all dapper and all that. You know, um, that's fine. Um, He's raising why, his eyebrows. Why are you blushing, D? <laughs> Oh no, I have that effect on people. Don't worry, you're not the only one. I mean, I know. I think it's a, I think it's a shine of your head reflecting on me. Well, I've got my hat on at the moment. <laughs> Don't it's, ruin it. No one can see. It, it's probably it's probably my amazing sense of humour. Mm. Oh, that's me yawning, stretching. By the way, not me having any reflection on Shane's you know, demeanour. Rubbish sense of humour. Yeah. Well, DJ's already told me if anybody ha- happens to be interested, if I ever um. You know, get an OnlyFans that she's giving my first subscriber. So that that's I'm winning already. Happy days. What kind? Of, what kind of only? Are you going to have the ones that that turn slowly, or are they going to be like fixed in one place? Well, so I'm actually. Below? I'm thinking one of those <laughs> ones that, that like the Dyson ones with the hole in the middle because they're really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. 
really, really on board with that. What yeah. are you guys? Alsace. I don't even. What OnlyFans. What's your favourite one? OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't have an OnlyFans. What? I, I, mean, I know it exists, <laughs> but I'm about as clued up as only on OnlyFans as I am on TikTok. You know, you don't, you don't. You don't know what fans are. I know what OnlyFans are. I know what my fans are. My fans are great. I love you all. Um, but uh, when it comes... and I love you, random citizen. <laughs> I love you. And I love Look at the you. camera. Then he was like, "You're great." <laughs> I know. Twinkle in his eye. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's this... the beard. That's what it is. It's the only reason he's following because the beard. Yeah, the, the big beard, bushy beard. Once the beard gets to a certain stage, it's getting its own Instagram. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get. He's some gonna start walking around going for the greater oh, good. For I the greater good. I do think, right? You should do a, a genuine like charity beard growth, and every single like. Every I don't need donation. to. I don't need every, to. I'm growing every, it anyway. Every pound that is donated, you have to grow it for another month or another centimeter or something. They just won't let me true <laughs> and have like a massive, proper, huge beard. We did. I did that with my friend once. We had uh, like a, we signed a contract to say that we can only cut our beard after a certain date. But we, we put in the contract you're not allowed to cut it at all. So my moustache was hanging over my lip, and it's all bits sticking out, and I couldn't trim it. Literally, just even a little snip, I couldn't. I mean, I was because I kind of I why? Kind of feel why like... did you hold up? A... I want to know why did you start growing a beard? Why did, did I you start? Get of TS have or have you seen his face? <laughs> I had a beard. I had a beard a while ago, and um, I was, I was, I was kind of trimming it and keeping it sort of in line, taking all the squiggly wigglies out and stuff like. That. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and I, I wanted to do something different, you know. And I, I want one of the main reasons is I want to go next Halloween. I want to go dressed as Kratos from um, or Kratos, Kratos from um, God of War. You know, the, the red stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I quite like the idea of That's some long term planning. That is. Mm. Well, it takes a while to grow a beard, D. I don't know if you've ever yeah. tried. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> I haven't shaved for uh, weeks, if not months. I haven't Since 1994. I get really annoyed. Right? I get really, I get proper beard I envy. I think you've got some moustache. Right? Literally, right? <laughs> I get proper, proper bad beard envy. Like, really bad. Right? I get really jealous of blokes that can have a proper, really nice beard. Like, Tom, I hate him. I hate him. He's... he's <laughs> Yeah, that's a good yeah. beard. I've told him. Mm. I've told him. Don't worry, no secret. I've told him I hate him because he's got a beard. But um, anybody like Al, yeah, I hate Al as well for this reason. Um, anybody that can grow a really, really good, decent beard, I'm genuinely jealous of because I can't do it, and it's really annoying. When I when I lost my hair, I genuinely wanted my my beard to come through so I could have like a really, really proper, manly, like you know, decent, strong beard and like a bald head. That sound. Yeah. Well, not, not even like TS, like owls, basically. But D, like, you've mentioned the name TS quite a few TS. times in this episode. Is there? No, yeah. because there's a reason for that. Beards, and yeah. that's the best beard I know. It's a very good beard. Uh, for the guys, so, guys listening right now that don't know who TS is, TS is uh, is one of my co-hosts for Usuk. He does uh, Usuk Chronicles, and he does have one of the most glorious red beards you'll ever see. And in fact, I was speaking to him. Um, I was doing a like an editing tuition for him over over Zoom. If you days ago and he was like don't oh alex don't ever cut that beard don't ever dodge seriously don't don't ever do it and i've had a few compliments you know it's quite complimentary to my face so leave the beard alone it's great yeah because it hides it um <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i gotta say no. no 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 i'd like to i like the stubble short beard lock right that's a good look for my face because i've got a good jawline you know i do I have a jawline. Jawline. this is what lisa said she she doesn't want me to have a full like a beard like ours because it'd hide my jaw mm. There you go. Anyway, less less about the uh, beard talk. Um, <laughs> this show, <laughs> this this show is um, 
is primarily designed to do good things. And we have done good things for our, our existence. We've worked with a lot of great charities. We've done we've raised a lot of awareness. And, um, you know, I, I want to say I'm proud of what we do for that you know and i think that's one of the only reasons why why i won the mayor's award and why it's doing stuff like this because we do good things right you're gonna cry again (laughs) (laughs) last time there are a lot of people that will start a podcast (laughs) like this and have like (laughs) like the five followers and not get the be able to sort of spread the word in the way that we do and so like to get to the stage that we're at now and be able to do that i'm i am proud yeah, it does make me get emotional. But Bless yeah. you. It's all about hard work, though. You can yeah. be the little spoon if you want, mate. I would love a cuddle. <laughs> I would. I'll give you a cuddle, mate. I can't, well, I can't, can't. house right now, and I'll give you a we cuddle. can't. can't. We're in tier two, man. You can't come out of my house. Oh. So uh, we'll, we'll have to get rid of this virus, won't we, guys? And uh, next year, do, do good things. We've got, we've got big plans Actually, this, this is going to sound controversial. This is going to sound controversial. Why oh, you just mentioned the virus? What's your opinion? What's your opinion on the vaccine that's just come out? Okay, my 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 genuine honest. Uh, are we doing this now? Are we are we doing no, 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 this? No. We are. We are. I had to ask. I had to ask. I think. I think. Um. I think it's good. I think it's, <laughs> Shane's face. I think it's great that they've got a vaccine, and I think it's normal for people to feel concerned about a new vaccine and a, a new drug to, mm. to take, right? But at the same time, I don't think people should put people off taking it. Simple. Yeah, I think it, I think it's uh... my my worry on it is that it's brilliant that we've got a vaccine and we've got a vaccine that's going out to people much quicker than it is in other places. Um, that's been like approved, and people are saying, "How's it come so quickly?" It's because normally when vaccines are created, there's a lot of like waiting time for it to be like approved and everything like this. Obviously, this has been put ahead of everything else, so that's why it's come by so much quicker than other vaccines. However, it's been said now that people who are um, people who have a lot of like allergic reactions to things, people who are prone to allergic thing, like having allergic reactions, or people who have a lot of allergies, are now told to not have the vaccine. And I was like, but aren't those people in more danger? And this is where I'm a bit like, like for us lot, we're fine. But I I'm think, a bit I kind think, of like I think, okay, worried so about these people who are prone to allergies. The, the people that can't take it, and if they do get COVID uh, and they do have a problem with it then they'll get the care quicker because there's less people for them to look at. You know, if there's, more, if there's more people taking the vaccine and it helps them, that's less people on a COVID ward. So if somebody does get COVID because they couldn't take mm. the vaccine, they'll get the better care quickly. And like, you know, there's, there's people that are refusing to take it. Fine, don't take it. I'm going to take it. Once, I, you know, once I'm going to watch it and make sure that, you know, you know, it doesn't have any, uh, I am legend. Make sure you're one of the last ones to have it. <laughs> No, I mean, like we've seen, we've all seen. I am legend. You know, that was a cure for cancer. In terms of everybody, you never know. Um, yeah, uh, which the book is far better than the movie, by the way. Having, having vampires, not zombies, that can talk and try and seduce you because you've been locked in a house for years. So much better than the the creepy zombie things at Climate Wars that they did with Will Smith. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I think people within the rights to be cautious, but don't write it off. Don't do that. You know. And, and I I'll... personally think Shane's dying to say something though. Look at that face. What? <laughs> what? What do you want to say about <laughs> it? Go on, go on. Sorry, Whiteley, but he just looks <laughs> like he just want to burst out. We just stare at him till he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that it's um, 
funny when people say, why does this drug come around so quick? It means it can't have been checked properly. It's the 21st century. It's the 21st century. We can literally, we've been to the bloody moon. It's been, it's been explained though. We can literally. Yeah, no, it's been it, it, so people are saying vaccines for that, but we don't. But we don't have vaccines for like other things. It blows yeah. my mind, right? That people are skeptical about the fact that we can make a vaccine so quick. Instead of sitting there thinking we can make a vaccine so quick, isn't that amazing? Yeah, mint. But it's, but it's, no, it's been like, explained. Oh, no, it's so like, like we don't have it's vaccines Boris for a lot of other control things. of everybody. Like it must be something to do with five G. <laughs> I think like, we're all robots. Micro- we're having we're having microchips injected into yeah, us. That's, this that's is what I'm like, um, like. What is <laughs> wrong with like you? Something out black, now, like something out of Black Mirror. <laughs> literally, right now, Lisa worked. Um, you know, she's involved in drug trials and stuff on a previous job and stuff. Now, they would have obviously these drugs are never going to be a hundred percent. Risk free. No, these ones are like eighty five percent. Aren't not going to happen. Ibuprofen. Messes up. It messes up. Shane dropped an F bomb. Change. That that hasn't happened for a while, actually, has it? Too fair. That hasn't no, happened no, for a while. No, no. Um, you snip that out. <laughs> no. It's the passion. Um, it's the passion in his talk. That's what it is. Ibuprofen um, messes up your stomach lining. Everyone knows that, yeah. But people still yeah. take it. People use condoms and they're only 19... 19 exactly, so. right? But this vaccine is not going to cure COVID. Let me say it again. Vaccine is not going to cure COVID. <laughs> that, that audio is fantastic, mate. The whole point of the vaccine is to stop people getting into hospital. That's yeah. the whole point of it. It's not going to cure you. It's not going to stop you getting COVID, which is why you've still got to wear your mask, which is why you've still got to isolate and all that kind of stuff. It's just supposed to stop you going into hospital if you get ill. And also, this vaccine is not for people my age. No. It's for people older. So why are people, why is like Margaret, but it old Bethany, you know, age 35, living in wherever, sat there going, I'm not taking the vaccine because it's a control method for Boris. It's not for you, love. Yeah, they've even <laughs> released a list of who's going to get it. And it's even like people with like who are our age, but p- they're people who are um, vulnerable, like with needs yeah. and everything like that. But you and me, we're, we're bottom of the list. We're never going to get even beyond it. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Did you hear the way the audio broke that down then? That was so fantastic. You, no. like, I'm, I happened? can't even take that out because it's part no, of your sentence. But you, you, the internet slowed down. It went, need to get it. <laughs> You sound like ET. Um, this is this is new territory for the biscuit. We never really talk about controversial subjects like this. It's just it's just something which like because no, got, we don't. But I just wanted to know because no. I got I got a partner that that has much better knowledge and understanding of this sort of stuff than I do. Um, you know, we, we've talked quite in depth about it, and and you know we we've sort of looked at it and stuff. Point bottom line is it wouldn't have been passed. If it, if it wasn't safe. Now, whenever I say that, I've said it on various Facebook posts in the past, and I get, uh, you know, uh, memes sent to me about um, uh, formaldehyde, about the fact that that was passed quickly and then all the, all the problems were up with that. In 1950. <laughs> in 1950. Satnav it's wasn't a difficult even a thing in 1950. One because, the cu- 
No, it's not. It's not. However, I see why people are questioning it. Not for if people are questioning it over the length of time it took to create. That's difficult, and they should research into that. And that's because it's been put to the top of the list. And it's all normally there's a when you're doing vaccines, there's a long waiting game of like things that have to be approved, and a lot of time sitting there waiting for things to be like ticked off and whatnot. So that's why it's come by so quick. It's because the same checks just been put to the front of the line for. <laughs> sorry, I did a shave. <laughs> Absolutely everything. That's two out of three. Two out of However, three. However. Stop it. However, it's kind of like um, the company that's created it, if people were like debatable on it because of like who's created it and their reputation, then I would understand. A lot of the, um, sort of bring it back down again, a lot of the um, the conspiracy side of stuff or the, or the distrust, if you like, in the in the government and, and this, this kind of thing that's happening um, is built because of the amount that the without going into politics you know adds not the politics on biscuit is the amount the government have mm. messed everybody around over the last 10 years you know um with the, yeah. with the ups and downs left and rights and you know yes and no's and the constant you know all the nobody's quite sure exactly what's going to what's going on what's going to happen what you know all these different things so i think that by, when this sort of thing happens they go yeah this is fine everyone's going is it though is is like in a couple months time you guess say actually no everybody's had the vaccine get in the hospital because you need to go and out if it's sucked back out of you you know i i just look at the i look at these situations and i'm like smallpox polio measles when the when the vaccines were things you know measles was pretty much blasted off the face of the earth and it was is uh, you know mm thought of as a modern day miracle that happened you know yeah and people celebrate all that uh, and now it's back because of anti-vaxxers and i mean I, I get it i understand it you know the 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 link of autism it's been debunked though it's been debunked. Yeah. Uh, and um the, what i worry about this and now what upsets me more than anything doesn't worry me it upsets me is there's probably a group of geniuses that have worked their backsides off to put this together genuinely up all night like and ringing each other oh my god yeah. it's, it's it's eating the anti the anti-vaxxers it's working like th- there's all these people that are geniuses working in labs they're getting laughed at and that that's what annoys me because where does that lead uh to to uh, you know a new generation of doctors the inspiration behind oh, i want to be that doctor that that creates a vaccine that saves the world i want to do that that's what i want to do you know to people that are pursuing a, a career in science they are the rock stars of science the, the people that do these things and i just worry that this is going to have a knock-on effect for people going on forward to, to pursue careers in this sort of thing that want to be nurses that want to be doctors and they're like you know there's a girl up there she wants to be a nurse or a guy you know, be, you know uh be you know equal uh, that wants to be a nurse you know because that's like one of the careers that people enjoy that's one of those careers right but then they look at how covid nurse, nurses were treated how one minute they were applauding for the nhs and the next thing you got women being berated for walking through supermarkets in their uniforms and they're being posted all over social media and they're being slammed for it you know how how do we treat doctors how do we treat nurses and why would i want to do a career like that that's what upsets me Sorry, the thing, the thing is, right, is that you don't hear me on the biscuit very often. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but funny enough, this is actually the sort of conversations that me and I have like off, off air. To be fair, we do we do debate stuff, don't we? But like, um, the thing is, right, is that if you've got a problem with your car, you go to yeah. a mechanic because you don't have to fix it, yeah. And you trust the yeah. mechanic the best. Unless you're me, right? <laughs> if you cable ties out. If you've got, um, you know, if you've got a, a water leak in your house, you've called a plumber. 
electric, electrician, you know, all these different problems, you get the experts in that field to come and fix that problem, you know. Um, I, I want about the average person, you know, the average Joe, that, that's what they do, you know. Um, yeah. Now, if there's a global pandemic, I'm going to trust the people that have studied their entire lives on viral pandemics and then the, the the experts to make a vaccine to make me to, to save my life and to make me better because I have no clue what I'm talking about when it comes to the pandemic. I'm not going to listen to Gary, who lives at number 35. Odd killer 84. Um, yeah, going, <laughs> oh, no, no. This, this this expert has studied like 10 years at university, worked in the field for five years, and then started specialising in one type of pandemic. And they've been studying it, doing, you know, doing all different um, criteria, you know, all this different all this research they've done it for like 20 30 years then finally it happens and they're like right my time to shine they snap into action they work like hell day and night to then create a vaccine get it passed and like you know tweaking it and you know changing it out to make it safe doing the testing finally get it done and the government said yeah we'll buy it and we'll give it out for free you can all have it and then gary at number 35 goes no nah, it's, it's rubbish doesn't exist it doesn't work that's pretty much exactly what i just said shane but in yeah. your own version i like that that's yeah. what I'm, i was agreeing with you that's the whole point like you yeah, know yeah. it's just to me i'm just sat there looking with well, my head in my hands just going like, why are people questioning this you have no idea what you're talking about i don't i don't mean to alarm have, anybody have but there, you watched oh. um no there, you go go whitey go on there are what looks like venomous furry caterpillars crawling on your hand right now Oh no, yeah, I know. No one can see me though, but I'm just trying to sort out my eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue. That's a good, good segue. I left uh, them on the side. Speaking of eyelashes, I've been in touch with uh, Manola uh, Moss uh, this week. Oh yeah, how's she getting on? Well, we're going to find out because uh, I think January. Let's talk about what we're going to do in 2021. Because January, from January, we're going to be we're going to be very much concentrating on. Um, I, I don't know what to call it. We want, we're trying to come up with a slogan and sort of like what we can do with a biscuit in 2021. But I want to concentrate on uh, giving Shrewsbury a bit of rebirth and a bit of... I, I feel like there's been enough innovation throughout the year and enough people, good, uh, solid chunk of good thinkers and, and, and people using a great initiatives, uh, you know, uh, groundbreaking initiatives. I mean, like this Carol's on the Doorstep thing. It started off as a Shropshire thing, mm. and now I've seen there's there's loads of people doing it across the UK now, putting their own spin on it. That that started here, you know. But like, I want to give people a bit of a boost in 2021. So I don't want to get Manola on because I think Manola is going to be uh, remembered in history. You know, not just Manola, but like her group of people that started businesses during the worst pandemic we've seen. Uh, in the last hundred years, you know, so like I want to get her on the show, find out how she's been doing, and I want to invite any if you've if you if you've got a business that's been going for hundred years, if you've got a business uh, in Shrewsbury that's independent and been kicking butt uh, for for so long, or even if it's a new business and you want to tell people about it, come on the biscuit, we want to help you guys that uh, run independent businesses. Well, I, I've been I've been following her on Instagram uh, since we've had her on the show. And her her studio that she's got set up, her salon, whatever she would like to call it, um, it looks absolutely amazing. Amazing, right? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And she even has uh, little pop-ups that come in there, people that sell clothes. Um, but then her Christmas setup has been fantastic. It was like the other day she posted and she's got, because she's got this black and white flooring on the black tiles, she's got Santa, you know, like the snow from Santa on it. So she's kept, and her social media presence is amazing. 
She's so good. It's like sometimes I'm just on my story. I'm like, where's Manola? Keep going along. <laughs> I got. I got to tell you, Manola, if you're listening to this, I, 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 I do, I do obsess with you, but not for any other reason than I think you're brilliant. So, so the, the, you know, I'm got a crush on you. I've got a wife. Don't tell her that, right? But I do think you're fantastic. And there's, there are so many people like that in um, in Shrewsbury that we want to illustrate and we want to get on the biscuit and and, and talk about. So um, going forward, throughout the whole year. If you want to come on the biscuit and tell people about what you do, our listenership has just, it's just exploded during lockdown and uh, the show has grown exponentially. And we would love to use that uh, to tell people about uh, what you do. And um, so get in touch, please. So, so you guys, what what do you want to see next year for the biscuit? I want us to be able they to... Want to see, they want to see Al get his eyelashes done. I will pay for it if we can video it. <laughs> Yeah, but these things are like semi-permanent, aren't they? Like, so once I've oh no, well, just, no, we won't get you extensions. I think she now does the um the tint and the perm, so we'll just get you like just a tint on the top lashes, I, and then we'll just I, get I, them, like I, slightly permed, curled. They only last was, like four or five weeks. It's fine. What about you, I was, and Julie? I was, talk, like, I was talking about the biscuit better, actually, but yeah, okay. <laughs> where, where, where do you want to I'm see the biscuit this. go next year? I, I, I. That's I, where I want to see the biscuit go. <laughs> Challenges. <laughs> I want to see us. I want to see us at events. I want events to come back. I want. I want us to. I want yeah. us to fully support Beffy from Shropshire Festivals and what they're doing. I want the flower show to come back and to be a crazy thing. I would actually love for us to start running our own shows. I want to do some live podcasts in, in venues across Shrewsbury. Um, I want to bring in guests and do interviews and record them on camera. Run. I want to have our own studio set up. I mean, the parade is fantastic, but imagine having the keys to our own premises that we can go in and whenever mm. we like and set it up how we like. I want that for the biscuit, and we will get that. By the way, that's coming. It's like that's inevitable. It's gonna. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be this coming year. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. Um, but at the same time, I want I want I want the world to open again. I want us to be able to go out with the 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 H six or the Tascam and get interviews face to face without masks on. Did you see that vlog I released uh, uh, the Yusuk thing where I went to the Shrewsbury Food Hub in uh, Cromier Road? Um, I saw. I haven't watched it yet though. I'm 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 trying to record this vlog and people that are used to the show they they've seen my vlogs before. They're usually not that bad, you know. I've got a selfie stick and I'm chatting away, but trying to do it in a mask. It's just horrendous. Like trying to get the audio is terrible. In fact, Moose Cooper messaged me at like four o'clock in the morning. Friend of ours, a mutual friend, he's come on. Uh, you suck quite a lot. Um, he uh, he was like, I really enjoyed your vlog, and I was like, why? And he's like, because I could see the environment you're working with, and you did a really damn good job. And I was like, thank you, I really appreciate that. But Moose yeah. is a good man. He's all yeah. right. He's a good guy. Uh, so uh, I want I want to do all that again. I love being out in the field. I love being out in in an environment where we can get any random people to come and talk to us i want to do that again i miss that side note uh just because i happened to see a post from moose the other day he's after a heavy metal guitarist um if anybody's listening that happens to be a fully uh, heavy metal guitar guitarist that can drive um because or in the, the oswald street area or in austria i think <laughs> i think that they they practice in cheshire i'm sure he said that um i can't remember but anyway drop us a message and we'll put you in touch with moose um and hopefully be able to get you a band Carry on, okay. Al. Uh, what about you guys? What do you want to see, D? Um, like you said, like having a premises, but like um, 
Oh, it's near, it's, with the whole events thing again, like I understand like talking, like going out, talking to anyone, but having our studios set up at events, like we were saying that we're going to have the marquee yeah. and everything like that. I think that that's not just great for us where it's convenient. Like if we had one at the flower show, we can have people when they've been in the main arena or people who have stalls there. But it's also great advertisement for us because I think, because I discovered the podcast at the flower show um, the year before last, obviously not last year because it wasn't there. Um, it was but virtually there, not, not physically there. It was virtually there, yes. It was virtually there, but we didn't have the flower show. Yeah. Um, but things like that. And I think if a lot of people knew that we were here, like obviously a lot of people do know, but more people, especially people who do independent businesses, it's a great platform. And we ha- like have been recognised for being that. But that's what I mean. Having those proper pop-up studios is what I really want to do. Yeah. yeah push for, yeah. On that. Shane, what about you? You asked the question. Um. I... And challenges. I think we need to do more challenges. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wish you let the public decide. <laughs> um, I think that what I would like for 2021 is obviously it'd be great to have a, um, a premises and stuff. But I think what I would like for 2021 is for our listener base and our following to pop. I think that that's what I want for 2021. On the rebuild from, from COVID, uh, as we, I would like to be massively instrumental in, in rebuilding the town um, and getting the town back up to, you know, back up to working again, you know, kickstarting the economy now within the town. Um, and I think that with that, I would like to see the, um, you know, our fan base, our, you know, our, um, not fan base, it sounds really, what's we it? do, we have a fan base. We you know, uh, the, the follower base, you know, and our listener base and things like that. I would like to see that expand um, quite a mm. lot. Um, and then with that, I think that that's when things like, you know, it'd be like a big wave, you know, I think with the, with the, with the listener bases that and stuff increasing, that's when I think the, um, the interest will start coming in more. And that's when things like the premises and stuff will all come into, but I think it all starts with that listener base. Yeah. I mean, and then that is, we've proven that we can stand our ground, I think, with that sort yes. of, in that sort of arena. Um, there's no reason why we can't do that though, and, and we have got big, 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 big plans to expand uh, out of Shrewsbury. Um, if you're listening to this from from Shropshire but not Shrewsbury, get in touch. And if you want to do podcasting, that is, get in touch because we got we got ideas. Um, no, I, I think what we're doing is great. I only ever started doing this biscuit thing uh, out, of, out of out of a good place, you know, to try and help people, to give people a voice where they haven't got one. Um, I, I do have good morals and I run things properly, you know, and um, it's always going to continue. We have, we do have a, a code of ethics and we, we do always stick to it. Um, so, yeah. Like, like not talking about, um, not, like not talking about politics. Yeah. Not talking about politics. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we didn't... I didn't ask about politics. I asked about what you felt about the vaccine. We haven't talked about Bojo. So, end. And I want to get uh, Memoirs of a Slopia up and running as well. 2021 is going to happen. Uh, we did say on the episode with Simon Bell that we're looking for someone, want to research, we want someone to go out and find us people to speak to on Memoirs of a Slopia. Uh, and memoirs of a Slopian. So, oh. if you want to get in touch with, uh, get in touch with us. If you've got the time and the commitment to go out there and find people with interesting stories that we could use on the biscuit, and you could maybe co-host it with Shane. I haven't got enough time. I've taught Shane how to edit now. He's, he doesn't realize what he's. I'm an expert now. He said <laughs> he doesn't realize what he set himself up for. Like, but I'm going to be sending him audio. Like Shane. Uh, so, 
Uh, Memoirs of a Salopian is going to be Shane's baby, but I think he could do a bit of help and finding people to speak to. We want to speak to people of yesteryear um, that have got stories about the places they used to work, the play, the pubs they used to drink in, the schools they went to, the experiences they had for the town. That's what we want to get. Those stories that Nan or Grandad keep talking about and won't shut up about. Blah, blah, blah. We want them. We want to document all that stuff. So uh, get in touch if you want to help us with that, because we could very much do with it because we've all got our, we all work sort of full time. All of us do like, you know, uh, Julie's Jules was running her own business whilst working. Uh, D is doing ridiculous amounts whilst, whilst doing this as well. And Shane, she was still trying to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) And Shane's got a full time job too. So like we could do with someone to come help us get that. And, And soon the dog. Yeah, you're getting and a dog. And soon a doggy. Yes. Yeah, boy. It's yeah. taken me literally two years to twist Lisa's arm. And it's a little Labrador. What's it, it called again? Is it Spooky or Spooks? Spooky. Spooky. But Spooks spooky. is like his nickname. But Spooky is his name. Well, I've got a Labrador called Fergus, but we call him Woo or Fergie Wergie Woo Wah for short. <laughs> yeah. I'm crossing my arms in disappointment for <laughs> <at> you. <dude. laughs> <laughs> to be fair, um, it's, it's only causing sp- spooky wookie. See, it's a Labrador thing because we've got Fergie Wergie Woo was. You're going to have spooky wookie. See? Yeah. Um, you sit there with your arms crossed well, widely. Whatever. I, went to, uh, I won't mention any names or anything, but like the, we got a friend um, and I actually put a post uh, recently on Facebook because I was getting really frustrated about um, dog rehoming rescue places, you know, um, because. Um, it wasn't like a dig at anybody, but I was just genuinely like, I don't understand why um, there's dogs advertised for under, you know, children over four, and that, that's that's like the barrier. I was like, if a, if a dog's okay for a four-year-old, in my opinion, as long as, you know, I work from home, you know, Lisa's at home all the time, you know, why why is the cut of four? I don't understand why that is, like, without even meeting the family or meeting the children. Anyway, so yeah. I, I had the questions answered uh, on this post and by some, there was a couple of couple of people that have been unnecessarily um, aggressive about it, but uh, there's this one lady mm-hmm. who works at, for a care home, uh, a care home, a rescue centre, um, that was really informative and she answered my questions really like maturely and just sort of like just addressed it I was asking a question she was just like well this is how it is from our side you know and really sort of enlightened me because I'm a curious person I, I, I question everything I, I sort of ask questions and that's how I sort of learn um anyway so I put this post up and one of my friends messaged me um and said uh, are you still are you are you looking for a dog and I was like yeah you know it's, it's just hard you know at the moment you know it's either through the roof on price or it's you know, uh, or they're not suitable for my my family. So I've also got oh yeah, this year dog babies. prices have shot up, haven't really? they? From haven't they? Like it's just it's just oh, crazy. unbelievable. Um, mm. So and she said, well, actually, um, I've got seven dogs. I was like, what? <laughs> she said, I've got seven. Um, and she goes, we've been told we got we have to get rid of one. She goes, unfortunately, it's with a really heavy heart we have to basically pick between our dogs. Like, and I was like, that's really sad. But she goes, we don't want to just give them to somebody we don't know. This could be a million miles away. We want to give them mm. to somebody who we know, who's local, who we trust. And um, I've known obviously this lady for or this family for for quite a few years. Um, and um, yeah, and she just sent me some pictures and stuff. And I asked Lisa, and, and at first she was like, "The dog's too big. She doesn't want a Labrador. It's just too big." Um, but then she said, "It's a small lab." Um, talked to Lisa around a little bit, and she, we went to go have a look. As soon as Lisa got out of the car and, and walked up the thing, and now six of these massive, huge, bouncing Labradors can absolutely like climbing over each other at the door to try and get out, barking and jumping and stuff. 
But then Spooky's just literally stood in the back of this like little room, just like oh. watching. And like all these dogs were running around and barking and stuff. And then the owner was like, come on, Spooks, come on, come on. And it just comes literally plodding out, slow as anything. Didn't bark, didn't make any noise. Little wag of his tail to come out, really timid. And just come over and just start sniffing us really like gently. And Lisa's face was just like, oh my God. And like, he's a really small lab. He's about the size of a collie. Um, mm. He's like runt of a litter. And he doesn't look like your archetypal lab either. He's got a very distinct look about him. Um, and yeah, that was basically it. I took Lisa to go for a coffee um, at Starbucks and we had a we had a, um, a chat about it. And um, and yeah. Did I, you have the child like who's picking up all the dog mess in the garden? Who's oh, no, feeding that, it? That, that's who's all me. walking? All me. Everything's um, on you. Pretty much. She, she, she is willing to walk <laughs> it though. Um, you know, it's, it is very much a, a mutual thing, but it is going to be my dog, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, after we just spoke about it for a bit, we just decided to go for it. Um and so we're picking them up on Monday. So um, we've got we've got Jules who runs dog walking. You got D who's just ridiculous with names. And uh, now we're gonna have Shane Suchi Boochie Pookie Smoky Pookie. Like I am now the odd one out with the biscuitiers. I don't do pets really. I have done. Get goldfish. Um, we used to have a a dog, uh, Poppy. Um she was a, a cockapoo. She was uh no. Yeah, she was um uh no she was she what was she she was um god yeah cockapoo she was cocker spaniel mixed with poodle yeah yeah cockapoo yeah no i don't what was she i'm not a, i'm not a pet person I've, this is the rum man i better <laughs> it's been a terrible uh well not a terrible day oh my god Ow, stop, stop. Alex is broken. Go, Alex is broken. Alex Alex is blue screen crashing. Oh my God. He needs a reboot. Reboot in the safe mode. 505 server error. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. And I did have a glass of rum and Coke. And my body's just gone. <laughs> and I have two more shows to record tonight as well, so that's going to be interesting. Um, but I've just ordered my food from Feast, by the way. Just oh, I'm gonna do that. Later. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good. If you haven't listened, to I, that, live in, I live out. I live out in the sticks. Nowhere delivers to me. I had a bad. Uh, do we talk about this? <laughs> Careful. A bad experience with uh, delivery food last night. I'm not going to mention the restaurant. There you go. If I don't mention the restaurant, then uh, nothing bad can come of it. Um, they got the wrong address. They got the wrong address. It was a, it was a certain like it was a problem with uh, the system, and they went to the wrong address. And the the, the the delivery driver rang up my wife. Was very rude to her on the phone. You've sent me to the wrong place. I've been out here for ten minutes knocking on the wrong door. And I was like, we were giving the right address. We was like, we did not give that address. Here is the right one. He, I went downstairs. Yeah. I opened the door and he's waving the receipt in my face. He's going, look, this is the address you gave. And I was like, well, my wife did not give you that address. And then he was like, I've been stood up there for 10 minutes. I was like, well, that's your problem, isn't it, sir? You know? And he said to me, don't deliver from us again or I'll spit in your food. Oh, wow. And I... I'm not name drop. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. No, because the place I, I the the place is a restaurant is a, is a nice place. This guy was a standalone 
from the restaurant. He was just a delivery driver. And I am not an angry person. I'm a very uh, outgoing, uh, nice person that will speak to anybody. If you've ever come across me on The Biscuit, uh, if you've ever been on my show, you'll understand, right? But I exploded as I get off my doorstep and don't ever come back. What are you uh, talking about? I'm a nice guy. What are you about, man? <laughs> I okay, right, okay. So what the guys are elaborating to now, now is that I get very passionate about how I run things, okay, on the biscuit, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I get a little bit upset when things don't go the way they should. And just a little bit passionate, just a little bit. A little bit passionate. I'm a bit like a, the chef <laughs> when the souffle doesn't come out looking like a souffle. I'm kind of like, hey, what is this? Uh, I cannot give it this to the, the, the guy. I cannot do this. It's my restaurant. Uh, and uh, yeah. I, I... You, you say that, but I think you've got a little bit more Gordon Ramsay to you. <laughs> the whole car, like throwing the pans across the kitchen. You get the loaf of bread out. You put the head you between donkey. the bits of bread. <laughs> you go, what are you? <laughs> you donkey where's the lamb sauce <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am very passionate about the biscuit and about you suck as well because you they're both my babies uh, i created them i am i am gutted that thor skin doesn't exist anymore but there's a reason why it doesn't exist you know and i think i made the right choice regardless of how many followers we had and how great it was doing at the time i was i think i made the right choice and um i think you've got to be proud of what you're doing it's like we were speaking to uh, masks with amy or uh, masks by amy uh you know you mm. you create something from the ground up and you you, you know you you create something I mean, look at the uh, the logos behind us now. Like, you, know, you can't see the listeners now. There's our logo behind us now as a background. I made that. I made that with my bare hands. I designed it all. Um, like, you know, the the everything that's ever happened with a biscuit is because of things that we've put in place. And I'm proud of what we've done. I'm proud of what we've done. And I want to say thank you to everyone through 2020 that's been on our show. Uh, thank you to the parade for letting us stay there. Uh, thank you to... Uh, Beth Heath for always being supportive to Pete White for the website. Can I cry again? Uh, no, 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 no. I just <laughs> love what we do. Anyone that's ever worked with us, Begita Zalman, uh, all the pictures you've taken of me, you know, that's hard work taking a picture of me. Me. We need, we need to do a biscuit photo shoot, by the way. We do. If anybody wants to do a biscuit photo shoot of us looking rather sex, I do want a picture website. of us looking like, you know, Anchorman, where they're all stood in Oh, like, yes. I, I want yes. that. And I want Shane in a cowboy hat. Yeah. I'll happily wear a cowboy hat. Whammy! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> am I, I going to end up being the one that eats the candle or something? Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, you're Brick. You're Brick Thompson. Yeah. Um But we don't, I think, I think for lots of reasons, really, I would like to have somebody for a day, um, maybe do like some headshots for the website. Because um, that is updated, by the way, Al. Just a side note. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, but then obviously, just go around the town basically and just do some shots with like the four of us in various different parts of the town for the website. Is, really there, cool. is there going to be a dress code? Biscuit t shirt. Are we going full anchor man? I think we should go full anchor man. What blue suits? Oh my God. The the, uh, the background behind me went to the shape of a sleek looking monster figure. It's cast behind me. I can't she's see. Gonna, what... She's going to batter you for saying she that. She is, but like, I can't see. I can't I can't see behind me through the camera because I've got a background here and there's just a black figure just came behind me. So anyway, look, let's, let's, uh, let's, um, 
Yeah, just... I better go and relieve my missus of the baby. She's had him all day, bless him. Yeah, bless him. Another... Bless her. <laughs> another hour and a half, and I'll be speaking to Robert Bruce from Comic Book Men, creator of Horicon. Uh, so I'll be speaking to him um, on on Yusuk. What's the difference? Blah blah blah. That's not a plug, by the way. That's just me telling you what kind of day I've had. I think uh, we should start counting these plugs that he does throughout shows. Yeah, we should do. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear me in a more R-rated manner, <laughs> now I look. Um, thank you very much, guys, for all the hard work you've put in at the Biscuiteers this year. It's only going to get harder because we're only going to push it a little bit th- further. Yeah. So, um, onwards and upwards, guys. Check out our website, which is www.theshrewsbiscuitpodcast.co.uk, made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. Um, they are a fantastic company. They do a great job and they will take you very seriously. And uh, what Shane's gone upside down now. What's going on with you? Are you just Where's he going? Yeah, he's doing a cartwheel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, carry on. I want to give a shout out to the parade shops as well. Uh, big, huge salute to you guys that are working through Christmas. We are staying well out of the way while the Christmas rush is, is occurring. And I want to keep away our, our guests from that as well. I don't want to add to it, um, but keep doing what you're doing. Um, and if you if you haven't visited the, visited the parade shops recently, then how dare you? And make sure you do it now because it looks fantastic. You know, uh, Manola, who we were talking about earlier, she's based there. She does her eyelashes there. Um, Dale, uh, Dale hints that was on our show recently he's there he's a fantastic guy um uk's best barber in my eyes fantastic guy um uh, jess from vanitas tattoos she's been on the show before we like the parade and so should you You got crystals cupcakes as well crystals has been on the show the guys from shropshire itc they've been on their show before you know it's a great place to be all right we'll get out of here uh shane thank you very much d thank you very much i've rambled like crazy I, you don't understand the uh the logistics that's gone on to, to today and what it's taken for me to be on this actual episode so apologies but you know we'll catch you guys next time <laughs> you're so weird sometimes you know that i am a weird guy i am a strange guy <laughs> but anyway we'll catch that's you guys what we got on so well <laughs> peace out guys peace out